0: Welcome to the My Mickey podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together.
1: And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast with Bridget, Renee, and Nicole. Today we are talking about park strategy. No matter if it is your first visit or 50th, we hope to share some new strategies on how to best make use of your time. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take a virtual walk through the Walt Disney World parks with us. Hey ladies. Hello. Hey, how are you today? good glad to be here what park should we start at where where do we want to take a virtual walk through first
0: should we just start with the staple magic kingdom just i think before?
2: i feel like i feel like that's how you have to start every great park that walk down main street to unveiling of the castle at the very end i'm going to set it. my
0: apple watch and see how many steps we take during this podcast Fourteen
2: thousand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a more time. of an epcot day <laughs> a lot of steps.
0: So when you guys get to the Magic Kingdom, I'm curious, do you ever change it up or do you take the same path every time and why?
1: So typically we go straight to Peter Pan. It is chorus favorite. So we walk straight down the middle. We walk around the castle to the left and we go to Peter Pan. You know, if we were doing Tron or something, we would go to the right. But we're a straight down the middle family. Honestly, we go to Peter Pan. That's our our first stop, typically. I always stop at the churro cart <laughs> right outside of the castle because you
2: have to go and get the first one of the day, okay. and then we go into Adventureland and we work our way through.
0: Oh my goodness! There. I go right. We go straight to Tomorrowland. Oh, really? Look at us. Look do at- you go
2: for Tron, or do you go for something else?
0: So we go just to go counterclockwise. Mm -hmm. So we'll go, we'll start at Buzz Lightyear, then we'll do space and now we add in Tron and then just make our way around.
1: I think we've made a really good point. Like there's no wrong way to do your Disney day. There's so many right ways to do it. You just have to figure out what's best for your family. And I think it depends what you're looking to do. Like for us, Magic Kingdom...
2: Like, yes, there are some big attractions, but usually we're trying to utilize like Genie Plus or something Mm -hmm. for the big stuff or the virtual queue. So we always hit like the classic rides. That's to me that that's the feeling of Magic Kingdom. Like Mm -hmm. I want to do Jungle Cruise. I want to do Haunted Mansion Pirates, you know, and kind of and then hit Peter. And then honestly, because I don't have little, little ones, I Mm -hmm. usually try and skip around Fantasyland until like nap time, which I know is different for every family. But yeah, yeah. We, we try and hit that like later in the evening mm-hmm. and avoid fantasy land personally,
0: but yeah, for us, we're just creatures of habit. So we're not, you know, we're not getting there for the early hours because anybody taking advantage of early hours, it's only, I say only, it's a majority of the park, but it's only tomorrow land and fantasy land mm-hmm. that are open. So you're going to head in that direction. If you're trying to get there early, we're not early birds again, just creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So we start, Basically start in Tomorrowland and then kind of just loop all the way around. My prize at the end is the cheeseburger spring roll cart outside of Adventure. Oh, so you know. it's
2: not open in the morning, just so you know. That's why you have to get the churro. <laughs> That's
0: why I don't start that way. It starts
1: on the other side. That's right. Yeah. Remember?
0: Yeah. Spring roll is my prize for for a day well done.
1: Right. I'd have to pass that a couple times. <laughs> Are your kids thrill seekers? Do they like the big rides? Do they enjoy that experience?
0: You know what's so crazy? Our latest trip, I feel like it totally flipped. I mm-hmm. think we go enough now that they're they're like in the same mode as me. Like they'll just do it if there's not a wait, but they yeah. kind of just like walking around. Um, but they do they will do all of the rides. Yeah. So it's not like we're skipping the big attractions. It's yeah. just. Um, we try to minimize our steps. I don't want to be zigzagging in Magic Kingdom. No. So for mm-hmm. us, we just kind of get Genie to work for us throughout the day. And then, like I said, we'll just book each attraction um, that's closest because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're in Tomorrowland, like if you're waiting for space, there's, we love the Laugh Factory or you have the Carousel of Progress or the People Mover. There's enough going on in that area that if you're working Genie, those smaller attractions with the shorter mm-hmm. wait times kind of fill the, the time in between that yeah. we found because yeah. we're heading to the parks around 11 noon.
2: Yeah. And I think an important thing to mention is let's say it is your first time and you're thinking like, you're hearing us talk about these different attractions and things. So we're going to talk about the, the four theme parks in Walt Disney world today, but just remember, like, if you go into it, your kids don't know what you're not going to do. Yeah, And your family doesn't know that. So like manage expectations, Take it at a pace that's comfortable for you. Nobody wants to remember their first visit to Disney that, you know, mom or dad was totally stressed out because they were trying to figure it out. Like magic kingdom is a great park to start in. Cause you literally can just walk through the park. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to stumble upon something every few feet because it's probably the most like condensed amount of attractions yeah. throughout your entire vacation.
1: I think it is important to go in knowing a little bit of what you want to do just so that you know oh tron's a priority virtual queue or lightning lane i know that big thunder mountain priority i'm gonna genie that um yeah. if classic disney attractions are your thing no peter pan is super um it's just popular i don't know why it's just popular oh, It's a classic disney attraction can i,
0: can I tell you why we were ta- i was talking to a cast member about this they were telling me Now, uh, I didn't fact check this beyond the cast member telling me (laughs) that they only load 800 people an hour for Peter Pan Uh, as opposed to Pirates, which has like 8,000 or something. uh, So while it's popular, it's because they they can't load as many guests per hour. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I think prioritizing that with your genie is also important. So I think coming in with a loose plan, I I always like to say to not be overscheduled. You want to leave some space for spontaneity. It's important, Um, but have a loose idea of what you'd like to accomplish and then roll from there. I'd like to have everybody select
2: two attractions, Mm -hmm. like two things in each park that are their must do's. And we actually do that anytime we take a vacation anywhere. We're like, What are the two things that are like the most important that you want to do in each park? Because then you have, you know, depending on how many people you go, some things are going to overlap. But then you're like hitting those must do's and everything else is just icing on the cake, which is kind of nice.
0: And really, I feel like once you master Magic Kingdom, the other parks are not as difficult to navigate. It's, it's, you know, if you've mastered Magic Kingdom, you'll crush the other three. Mm -hmm.
1: I think you do need to know whether or not you're going to be hitting the scheduled entertainment because you do need to pre-plan for that to save your spot and all of that. We typically skip parades just because we've been so much now and it's the same parade. And so we like to ride during parades because I feel like it's a little bit less crowded, but I will always be there for Happily Ever After. And so we do prioritize that and get there early to make sure that we get the spot that we want. So pre-planning for that's important as well.
0: Shall we now hop over to want to say Hollywood studios?
1: Yes. It's Mm -hmm. my daughter's. She love. well, my daughter's a star Wars person. Cora loves star Wars. So everything star Wars is number one priority on our list. Absolutely. That is our family too. Brandon lives and breathes star Wars to a level that is.
2: I'm pretty sure we'll have a star Wars wedding at some point in the future. I love it
0: (laughs) for us. If we do early hours, which is rare, We'll do Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror first, just because they're right at the beginning of the park and they're easy to do. And we always prioritize Slinky Dog.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yep. Um, But for me, this is the yep. park where if we're not doing early hours, which is 99.9% of the time, I'll stack the first couple of rides so that we have some attractions waiting for us when we get in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like unless you get
0: there early, it's tricky. Mm-hmm.
1: And definitely a reminder for our Star Wars lovers is that Droid Depot, Savi's Workshop, Oga's Cantina, those all do require reservations. And you can book those 60 days in advance. So if you know your kid's going to want to build a droid or a lightsaber or you want to experience that really unique um, watering hole of Oga's, make sure that you are booking those in advance as well. And this is the only park that honestly we get up early for.
2: (laughs) <laughs> it's only because Star Wars. Like, yeah. Other than that, I'm not rope dropping any park. That's Dude, just though. We're, also, we're like, the opposite vacation. of
1: you guys. We we will get so if uh transportation opens an hour before uh the park opens, we are there waiting. We will get there way super early and then peace out mid-afternoon and then come back later. Um so yeah, we we approach it a little bit different.
2: And if Star Wars is your jam, let me just say, a resort along the Skyliner is going to Uh, be your best friend versus mm -hmm. trying to get in with a shuttle. Like, you're going to get there so faster and get unloaded and be able to be in the parks. Because you are going to wait in line to get into that section. And even I've seen, like, the wait for Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, I feel like it used to always be everybody went right and went to Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. But now it really is kind of like funneling off between mm-hmm. the two. And then Toy Story Land too. Like if you have little ones that are, you know, want to shrink down to the size of a toy, that's a great place to hit first thing in the morning mm-hmm. or the late afternoon as well, if you're able to get those genie passes in there.
0: For us, what we do is we'll always, um, because I will say in my bank account, will, the zeros in it will prove it, is that. I will pay to not wait in line. So we'll mm. always grab Nike first with Jeannie and we'll always pay for Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. And I'll try to time them out because there's that quick walkway between Toy Story Land and Star Wars Galaxy's yeah. Edge. So that when we get in, we can hit those attractions, you know, the Tower of Terror, the, the Rock and Roller Coaster Runaway Railway first before we turn into Toy Story. And then we make our way over to Star Wars. That's Galaxy. a great idea.
2: mm-hmm. I always forget about that back little walkway there that they have. I always think you have to go back to the
0: hub mm-hmm. or the theater. You need to hang out with the lazy family. We- <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, I'm coming on your next vacation, whether I'm invited or not.
0: But, you know, the other thing I like too, when I talked about stacking and you mentioned the, you know, what, what I can appreciate is that all of the themings, so if you're doing those shows or those meet and greets, those end around five. So you have to hit those pretty early. So yeah. we'll do those first. So we'll front load with all of the shows or character meet and greets. Cause they have some new great meet and greets. Um, and then we'll hit up the attractions hard because we'll have like four of them waiting for us with Jeannie by the time we're done.
2: Well, should we head over to Epcot? I feel like we can hop on the Skyliner and get there pretty easily. We should, we should yeah. do that. Absolutely. So now a couple things with Epcot that people aren't always aware of. You can, you ex- can, enter Epcot from two different locations from the international showcase. If you're staying on one of the Skyliner resorts, or you want to just head into the world showcase before it like officially open opens, there's some great spots to get breakfast in France. You can kind of walk around, you can go to um, Norway and grab breakfast with the princesses there. But that section isn't going to open usually typically till like 11am, mm-hmm. but the front part of the park where the main entrance is and Spaceship Earth or the giant golf ball, if you've mm-hmm. never been, that's what everyone thinks it is, um, that section usually is going to be your early park hours. So you can hit it from two different directions. Um, I'm really curious, everyone's thought, because I always go to France first and like I always want to have breakfast. Like that's that's an important thing for us. Yeah. And then we'll kind of hang around, maybe do frozen, backtrack and do Remy, and then work our way towards all the other stuff, like test track and we're Guardians in, and soaring.
1: We're an early an early park family. And so we love to stay at on the Skyliner or typically yacht or beach club. And so we will get there for the early morning hour. Well, not hour, 30 minutes, and we will go straight to Remy. And so we will wait standby for Remy during that early park admission. Um, And then we will typically go get breakfast in France, which is phenomenal. They have delicious pastries and sandwiches and you can get coffee there and um, it's a great place to to pick up some breakfast. And then we'll move on. You know, we'll either book Frozen with, with our Genie Plus or um, Soren or Test Track or something like that. But we always start at Remy and uh, we wait standby first thing in the morning.
0: Yeah. For me, it depends on where I'm staying. Same thing. Yeah. If we're in the Epcot area and we're entering by the International Gateway, then Our genies are prioritized with Remy and Frozen, and we know we're doing the World Showcase for the first couple of hours, and then make our way over to the Test Track and and the Guardians and the Sorins. Um, But if we're coming in off the shuttle or the monorail, then we completely change up what we do. Mm -hmm. And I know we're not going to do Remy or Frozen or the World Showcase until the evening, and we'll hit up all the attractions in Future World first. Yeah. So it just, it honestly depends on where we're staying, but I would never, if I was staying at Yacht and Beach, hit up Test Track first to come back to go to the World Showcase.
1: We love Garden so much that we will do a virtual queue for that and we will buy an individual lightning Lane. We love, we, we ride it twice when we are there. And so that's definitely something that we will spend the extra money on for that.
2: I feel like we like to get all the attractions done like yeah. earlier in the day yeah, and then kind of really take our time. Like I said, like Epcot is the one that we have the most steps by the end of the day because oh, yeah. I will walk around that World Showcase over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you know, and hit little things. And I love that there's like street performers and the character meet and greets and things like that. So I feel like if you get like you front load some of that and then if you as you're walking around, if you want to go back in and do you know, Figment or the land or anything like that, Nemo, you can kind of hit those things in the afternoon as well on one of your trips around. But, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just be prepared that like the front half of the park usually is going to be more people in the first thing in the morning mm-hmm. because of all of those things. But guys- it's
0: funny, I feel like at night and two, like if you're at the food and wine festival, like, mm-hmm. And the World Showcase gets busy in the evening and then Future World, the crowds have subsided. So, yep.
2: And you can hit a lot of that stuff at night, especially if you're not, you know,
0: wanting to watch
1: any of the the nighttime entertainment. Hey, interesting question. Do you guys, are you a starting at Mexico family or are you a starting in Canada family? Because I feel like this is a controversial um, question.
0: We're Mexico 100% of the time.
1: We are a starting in Canada family. Yep. I have to get the margarita and then I
2: have to go see Donald and the rest of the crew every time. Like if they ever change that ride, I'm telling you, like you thought people were crazy when they changed Norway over. I love Coco and it like touches my heart, but don't you dare touch Donald and the rest of the crew. You like Like three caballeros. I do. I do. Yeah. we start. They,
1: they kick off the Epcot day for me. We start in Canada. <laughs> I don't know. We, we, I don't know. I feel like it's less chaos because I feel like everybody starts Mexico. So when it's we probably we, faster yeah, to get to Remy. Love, yeah. And so we love going just around Canada that way. I don't know.
0: You know, what's funny is we will totally miss if we're staying in the Epcot area, we'll always go to France first. So we go over the bridge and go to France. So we don't really get to Canada. Yeah. So then we never see Canada yeah, because we right? never go that way um, because then we'll walk around the other way. And then I'm always like, oh, I always say I want to see like the tea gardens in England or something. And we never like. England and Canada, I feel like I always sort of get the...
1: So we start in Canada, but I did not say we explored Canada. We're like, (laughs) what's up, Canada? And then we leave and we go to London because I'm obsessed with the United Kingdom. It is a bit, it's just a big thing for me. I love the royal family. Like it is just a thing. It's a thing for me. Um, And we will always stop in all of the London shops. We check it all out. So we start in Canada, but we do not explore Canada. (laughs) Hey, the maple. You corn haven't corn. heard all
2: the jokes about Shania Twain being the most wonderful thing to come from, Canada, from Canada that they tell yeah. you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, the maple. I will say the maple popcorn in Canada is phenomenal. So um, I love the. The caramel popcorn in Germany. I was going to say, is it better than the caramel? It's different. So the the caramel popcorn in Canada is more of like a, candy, a candied situation. Um, but the maple popcorn is a little bit less candied, and it's delicious. It's a very light maple flavor. It, it's a really great snack to grab. So I do love the maple popcorn in Canada. Yeah.
2: I just learned there's a very fun... Um... I think it's called the Canadian apple. There's like a cocktail there oh, that they have okay. that's specific that I've never had. Mm-hmm. Um, which is surprising if you've listened to any of these podcasts. Um, Cause I feel like I've drank everything in Epcot, but now it's on the list. I feel like we're just going to have to stop there, figure that out next time. Yep. <laughs> I may have to start the morning there. It's like a mimosa for Canadians.
0: <laughs> All right. So shall we head to our last park? We, we have no option to jump the yeah. shuttle bus.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll go, we'll go to Animal Kingdom.
2: Yeah. I love Pandora. I do, too. Now, one of the biggest things that always cracks me up, and I did not know this for years, but when you enter Animal Kingdom, there's like this, you could go left or right oh, type mm-hmm. situation. Spoiler alert, you all end up at the same bridge. Yeah. At the <laughs> so I feel like everyone goes left. They're like, I don't know why. I don't know if they think there's less people, but the right seems to be less crowded for some reason
1: so early park admission girlies you always go left because that is where they check to see if you have early park admission if you're staying on property Uh, so you'll go left i'm never up that early (laughs) See if you if you get there early for early park admission, they will funnel you over to that side and scan your your bands or your Magic Mobile or whatever you are using to get into the park to verify that you are a park guest. And so, yes, that will happen. I love Pandora. We were annual pass, we are annual pass holders at Walt Disney World, and one of our very first annual pass holder previews was at Pandora. And I will absolutely never forget that experience because we just rode Flight of Passage over and over and over and over. It was an incredible experience for us. And I love that area. I think it's the best
2: at night. So I always go at night because like I said, we're not an early morning. Like if we're there early, we are hitting Tuskers for breakfast. Yeah. And then we're immediately going to the safari and then Everest. I feel like those are like our creature of habit Mm -hmm. path.
0: So we'll do one of two things because again, we're not hitting there early and we like to stack our genies. So we're either doing Pandora because I feel like it's beautiful, but because it's the newest expansion in the park. Mm-hmm. I always call it like the appendix of the park. It doesn't fit into the circle there. Mm-hmm. So we're either doing Pandora first or last. Mm-hmm. So we're either getting the individual lightning lane for Flight of Passage first, and then it's great to hit the Festival of the Lion King. And then we head to the safari and then we just continue moving clockwise throughout the park mm-hmm. or we'll do it last on the way out. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard. I feel like it's so hard to get back to there in between. If you're anywhere else in the park, you're just constantly backtracking, but it looks so pretty lit up at night. So so like, I feel like if you're, if you're there at a time where you can be there, you know, at dusk while while the bioluminescence is
1: Mm
0: -hmm. glowing, um, it's beautiful.
2: And I think something that's really unique and cool about this park is it's got such a great mix of attractions, stage shows And then the actual animals, like just even beyond the safari, um, you know, they – when you walk in before you hit the tree of life on the right hand side, there's like a little kiosk and it's the Wilderness Explorers. And this is for ki- kids of all ages, yes. as Disney says. Yeah. Always your birthday and you're always a kid at Disney. So even adults, but it's a cool way, like, especially if you've been to the parks of that park many times, it's a neat way to kind of see things and look for things that you would just probably normally walk right past. Yeah. Um. So if you have younger ones that don't really want to do the, the rides or you're kind of like waiting for family it's also a really fun thing to do um and be able to experience it's a great way to kind of explore the park and see some stuff you might not have thought to look for
0: i was going to say we have done that and we have completed the wilderness explorer and i promise you it takes you to every inch of the park
1: yep so Mm -hmm. you're
0: exploring everything
1: it's very good i love it i think it's so educational and it's fun and the cast members they really just make it they make it um, very, an exciting educational experience. So yeah, I do love it. Yeah. I think a lot of people just think, oh,
2: it's a Disney zoo. I've had somebody tell oh, me that yeah. before. Like, no, oh, yeah. we go to the zoo at home. And I'm like, this is not, like mm-hmm. next level, like conservation. And, you know, there are so many other things we've talked about in our magical extras, you know, caring for giants and the um, right. wild Africa trek, mm-hmm. you know the rhinos, like there's so many cool things that you can do in that park as well. Um, And some of those things I would recommend doing in the morning. Like if you're doing wild Africa Trek, head over there. It's in Africa. You can, you know, you're going to see things you're not, you couldn't wait in line to see, you know? So there's, there's a lot of opportunities there to do different things, but um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a park not to sleep on. Sometimes I, I know we're like, oh, we only have a few days to go. Like we'll skip animal kingdom. But when I get there, I'm like, man, this really is like quite an incredible park, and it's interesting to see kind of how they're going to transition out mm-hmm. um, Dino Land. I know we didn't really talk about going there because I feel like that's like a hey, <laughs> let's let's yeah. hit that
1: up in the end of the afternoon because yeah. right now there's only dinosaur over there, so. Mm-hmm. Well, the Triceratops spin, which is basically Dumbo. Oh, that's right. But that's right. Triceratops. But there's two
0: main greets over there. So you yeah. got Chip and Dale dressed in their dino outfit. Yeah,
2: what was the one that was on the track that that's spun fun. around in circles? Oh, Evil fun. World.
1: Yeah. Oh, my really gosh. Weird.
2: Yeah. See, we avoided that because my kid would get on it every single time. And yeah. one of us would want to Ralph every time. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, not a fun one. But it's it's neat to kind of see how that's all transitioning, to and... You know, there's some some great little grab-and-go type items and food stuff there, too. And it's also a fantastic park for eating, which we've mm-hmm. chatted about at great length, too.
0: We love when we're cutting through. Uh, my son and I, our thing is to do, um, it's tough to be a bug because we're terrible people and we like to hear the children scream. <laughs>
2: When, when the bugs tickle the back of their legs and they so, freak
0: out. Well, you know, it's just, I feel like so unsuspecting. And then the spiders are coming down so from funny. the ceiling and yeah. you're getting stung and the kids just scream and yeah. they just laugh. Yeah. But that's my favorite. You know, if we need to cut through and we're going through um, mm-hmm. near through the tree of life, we'll always stop there.
1: I know I've mentioned previously iced coffee. I love iced coffee. Um, I will say Joffrey's locations in each park has different menu items. And one of my favorites um, is at Animal Kingdom. They have a toasted coconut Uh, latte there Um, and you can get it iced, which I I really like. And they put, I think it's called the lion's pride um, latte and they put toasted coconut pieces on the top and it is delicious and you can only get it at animal kingdom. And so it's definitely something to check out. I will say the Starbucks and animal kingdom is probably my favorite as well. I don't know why, but I just find it extra refreshing. I love it so much. Um, But if you're looking for a, a, a unique, caffeinated beverage hit up a joffrey's at each park and i think you will not be disappointed
2: she's up early folks so she's i'm up the early expert
1: I, I, on the i'm three coffees in by 3 p.m you guys so i'm, I'm nicole ready.
2: and i are asleep and you know I've, i'm, I'm, I'm dragging out. ourselves to the park <laughs> Well, you guys, thank you so much for all of your insight. I think as you can tell, like we all have something different completely to offer. And you can tackle the parks in different ways, but maybe this will give you some inspiration to try something different. Maybe walk to Canada first. It's right. <laughs> it feels like it feels like like somebody else is moving my body. I don't know <laughs> if I'll be able to do it, but I'm willing to try. But we do hope you enjoyed all of the tips for making the most out of your time at Disney parks. So definitely stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to bring you even more insider tips and news from the world of travel. And if you are planning your next vacation to the happiest place on earth, please don't forget about our good friends, the dream designers at my Mickey vacation travel. They're always here to help and we will make sure your next trip is full of unforgettable memories. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you all real soon.